Hey guys, sorry. I ran into some traffic on the way here. Dude, you're always late to these things. Can you just get here on time? Like, they're waiting on I'm us. not always You're late. always late. Your okay. expectations are unrealistic. Welcome to Cultured. Um, this kind of conversation happens quite often. When we come into relationships, we start blaming one another. And that kind of conversation gets us nowhere. So today we want to talk about how we can move forward and have more engaging conversations that can be productive mm. and um, how we can figure out what we contribute and what we have brought instead of just blaming one another. So how would you guys say, how do we get into these messes? Well, if you notice what just happened there is uh, Jason, uh, I, I showed up late mm -hmm. and Jason was feeling some frustration towards me because I'm late. And he said, you do tend to be late though. And, it, and then what he said was, I'm always late. Mm -hmm. And so... Mm. I think sometimes that he has some unrealistic expectations. So I fire back, right? Mm. This is how I feel about you. This is what I saw you do. I'm not always late. I'm defending myself. Mm. And, and so really what we're doing is we're, we're blaming each other. He's pointing out the problems in me and I'm pointing out the problems in him. And it's the goal is actually kind of like we're trying to win an argument, but it's really to make the other person feel bad yeah. and shame them. And we've all been in these before. You sit back and go, well, that didn't get us anywhere. It actually just gets you more angry and more yes. separate. Yeah. So I even think today as we talk through how do we get over this, this is a huge gap that most people actually don't know how to work through. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That conversation should have happened. It shouldn't have happened in the heat of the moment. It probably would have been better if that happened after the fact when you guys had some time to kind of think through it. And also, Jason, that word you used always. Um, just a side note, it's an escalating word in conversations, right? So when you're in conversations with people, you don't ever want to use escalating words like you always do this. You're never there, you know, because those escalate and heat up conversations more than they should. So. And oftentimes they're not true. They're not true. Right? Yeah. I'm not always late. No. I'm late sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, they're not true. So. Exactly. <laughs> so today let's talk about like how do we shift our perspective in the way that I think about it. You mentioned this, but it's having a contribution conversation. Yeah. And so a good rule of thumb is when you go into a conflict, instead of looking outward at the person and identifying the problems or the issues, it always helps to just take the first step of look inward and ask, ask yourself the question, how did I contribute to the conflict? Even if you feel like it's 90% then, maybe there's 10% that's on you. Well, there's a reality in life that no one is perfect. Yeah. No one brings 100% clarity, peace, perfection to every conversation. And I see this in somewhat really frequent, immature conversations is when there's conflict happening, the person maybe initiating the conflict believes in their heart. They have done nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. But the first step when you have conflict in your heart is to search your heart mm -hmm. and go, what could I have done? And go, I probably contributed something to this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's so important. Um, as we have these conversations to take some time to prepare for them. So I think the first thing that's super important is to understand your feelings, right? So feelings are normal. We're all human. We have feelings. They just, they come naturally. We can't really do much about them. But, you know, before you step into a conversation, just kind of writing down, if you can get to the root of what are, what am I feeling, you know, first of all. But then second is our feelings, um, they're indicators that indicate what's going on inside, but they don't necessarily have to dictate our outcomes, right? Mm -hmm. So just because we're feeling something doesn't mean it's true, that it's valid about us or about the other person. So um, a lot of times people just, you know, figure out what they're feeling and then they go talk to the other person, but they forget to do the middle step, which is kind of negotiate with your feelings, you mm -hmm. know, take some time to kind of ask some questions. Okay. Like 
I'm feeling this way about this other person or about myself. Is this valid? Is this what I should go share with this other person? And so I think having like a pre kind of conversation with yourself before you talk to somebody else is super important. Yeah. It, what you're saying, Molly, is that not all feelings are valid. Like yeah. feelings can deceive us sometimes. Yes, yeah. we have true feelings, but we also have false feelings. Yeah. And so maybe even like a, a different way that Jason and I could have just had that introductory conversation is rather than saying anything at all, take a moment, pause, take a breath, understand what are we actually feeling and then maybe talk about it on the phone later or yeah. have, a, have a conversation later yeah. so that we don't come in hot with a lot of emotions. Uh, it's when, interesting. I was just going to yeah. say, when I'm emotional, I typically have a 24-hour rule I try to put on myself. Of, mm. I'm going to go stop, pray, think before I address this. Or em- my negative emotions that actually aren't true come out of me. Yeah. And then I live in regret. Yeah. And typically, we portray however we feel on the other person. And so we just need to kind of deal with our own stuff before we go deal with someone else. Yeah, I love I love this saying, emotions are indicators, not dictators. They indicate what's going on, but oftentimes we let them dictate what we do um, and we just become a slave to our emotions. And it's actually really difficult for a lot of people, and, and I'm one of these people, to put language and to understand what we're actually feeling. Yeah. Uh, I see a counselor, and I think everybody should see a counselor. Like, it's a, it's a really... Um, awesome place to understand and to put language to your emotions. But she gave me a, a feeling wheel mm-hmm. and the feeling yeah. wheel. It's like, it's like feeling you, wheel. Yeah. The feeling wheel. Oh, the feeling wheel. Look and, it up. Google it. Yeah. Google she it. Like it. you start with, yeah. you start with these four core emotions of sad, angry, happy, joyful. And, and you're like, okay, am I feeling sad? And then from there you kind of move out to maybe a, a more complex emotion, yeah. like misunderstood. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, so the, the reason why I felt the way that I did was mm-hmm. actually because I was feeling misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And so when we can put language to what we're actually feeling, it allows us to more effectively communicate and get to a compromise with the person that we're having conflict with. And typically we were so like single-minded, or this is how I am. I'm either good or mad. That's like the two feelings I feel. Yeah. And it doesn't allow me to do some of the deeper work that actually God wants to do in our lives. You know, uh, in 1 John, it says that if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. And so whatever we have in our own hearts, we have to deal with. And I see this so many times in conflict, especially when somebody approaches me, if they haven't dealt with their own stuff, their own sin, it just comes out. And they, and it says, if we claim to be without sin, we make God out to be a liar, Mm. And so we have to be humble enough to go, I contributed something to this. The one thing that we all have in common is, is that we are all broken people. Yeah. Yeah. Like every single one of us has a part of our hearts that is not perfect. And coming to that understanding, it actually allows us to give ourselves grace, but also to give other people grace. Yeah. And I think as we embrace that mindset of grace, it allows us to go into that, that conversation and say, you know what? I probably wasn't 100% right in this. I'm sure I can learn something mm-hmm. and I can grow as a person. Yeah. And as you grow as a person, like you find more joy in life. Like the more you grow, the more you see your shortcomings and see who you can become. There mm. is so much more joy and there's a peace in being able to say, I don't have it all together because yeah. it's so, it, it brings anxiety when you just try to be perfect and say, you know, I don't have any, I'm not to blame at all. That's too much pressure to hold and to carry. Well, and one more tactic that I think, or even a tool that can be so helpful mm-hmm. um, in our culture today, like if we're just really honest, yeah. it is so hard for us to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, uh, like, I think apologizing is not something that's viewed from like a position of power. It's like usually looked down upon, but 
That is like the best tool that you can have in conflict is just coming in with a posture of, hey, I'm sorry. Like I think about our friendship and mm -hmm. the number of times over the past few years, like where I've had to come to you guys together individually and say, hey, I'm sorry I said that. I, I didn't mean mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And what's amazing too is I think oftentimes we, we blow it up in our heads and we think like, man, I'm gonna have to apologize. It's gonna be this huge deal. Most oftentimes, like when I apologize, it's like, oh yeah, no problem, man, I love you. No okay. problem. Yeah. And so I think learning the skill to apologize quickly and often hmm. is something that can completely transform our relationships. And when we do that, we're we're learning that other person's heart. Yeah. So whenever you say, sorry, I'm not like, well, good. It's like, oh man, thanks. But our tendency is just humans and in conflict and in what the Bible calls our flesh or what we are away from God is we are judgmental people. And so if you do something wrong to me, I'm judging the motives of your heart. Mm -hmm. And we naturally just put malintent on people. We go, oh, you're, you're an idiot. You meant to do that. You meant to hurt me. But what I've found is when I have, instead of blame, but contributing conversations, what I learn is they typically weren't out to get me. Mm -hmm. They weren't. And as I learn that and I don't blame them, I see them more like as a person and I can have a ton of grace. And yeah. isn't that ultimately what Jesus did for us? He doesn't go, you know what? Yes, you sinned. Screw you. Yeah. I'm done with you. Yeah. Yeah. And if we are followers of Jesus, that's the difference of being a follower of Jesus. And if you've never made a decision to trust Jesus, this is one of the great things is because our, our relationships look so much different because they're yeah. of Jesus and they're of grace. And mm -hmm. we go, you know what? We know we're going to mess up. I know you're going to fail me because you're human, mm -hmm. but my Savior forgave me and how stupid I am. I can forgive you. Yeah. I can have grace on you. Yeah. And this actually happened to me the other day. I found myself getting frustrated with a friend. And um, the first thing that came to my mind was just, you know, Molly, like think the best of them. What would it look like to just like, instead of accuse or be offended um, or to start to play this like scenario in your mind that might not even be true? What would it look like to just actually think the best of them? Mm -hmm. And that right away destroyed that thought. Whereas if I would have let that continue to go, there would have been like this bitterness and frustration that would have crept in and would have ruined my whole day. I ended up talking to my friend about it and it was fine. It wasn't a big deal. And I was so thankful I was able to catch myself right away and say, what would it look like to think the best of this person? And it just saved me a lot of anxiety that day. And I, this is a hypothesis. I don't know if it's true, but I, I sense in young professionals, they get offended and hurt and they do what you're just saying. They run it back in your head. Yeah. They replay it over and over again. And I believe that's potentially part of the mental health crisis that we're in mm -hmm. is we do not know how to deal with conflict. Mm -hmm. And so it's all in our head and we don't get to work it out. And when you work out conflict with someone, you actually experience grace and love tangibly that Jesus yeah. wants to show you yeah. through the body of Christ. And freedom, freedom, yes. right? Mm -hmm. From living in that, just rehashing it. There's so much freedom yes. in not doing that. Yeah, my indicator is if I'm ever in a position where I start having, you know, you guys have maybe experienced this before, the the argument with the invisible person, like you start actually having a conversation with somebody in your head, mm -hmm. that's usually the moment that I just stop and I say, okay, this is probably not a healthy way to resolve this. I, I'm actually going to pray. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm going to pray and I'm, I'm going to invite God in and say, God, can you help me understand these? So my hope too is, is that as, as young professionals, like as we go into our weeks, like let's be people that look inwardly. Like we yeah. think about how do we contribute? Let's understand our feelings and mm -hmm. process them and do the hard work yeah. of knowing what we're feeling so we don't project them on people. Let's yeah. be people who apologize mm -hmm. regularly mm -hmm. and, and who see the best in people. And you don't just say, ah, you did this and this is who you are. It's like, no, they probably had good intentions. Yeah. 
Sorry I said you're always late. Oh, it's okay, man. I love you. Wow. Love you too. <laughs> you can cut that. Thank you for checking out the Brooke YouTube channel. Every week we put out relevant content for young professionals. We would love for you to like, comment, share, subscribe. We'd love to connect you with our community.